Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Valencia. And if you are new here, the Oh My Allergies podcast is a podcast about all things allergies. Whether you have food allergies, seasonal allergies, skin allergies, or even your pet has allergies, Oh My Allergies is a safe space for discussions for those that need a bit of advice and support from someone who understands their struggle. Let's learn how to navigate life and learn how to thrive with our allergies together. Hey guys, welcome to or welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. If you're new, I am Valencia. Really nice to meet you. And if you're not subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any platform that you can listen to podcast on. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram or Instagram it is at oh my allergies to be able to follow us for new updates on the podcast, sneak peeks, behind the scenes, quotes, motivation, things to just get you feeling happy and healthy when it comes to your allergies, immune health, and everything in between. Make sure to also give my page a follow. My Instagram it is at ohmyvalencia if you want to, you know, just keep up with the things that I'm doing outside of all things oh my allergies make sure that you stop drop roll and rate the podcast hopefully your rating is five stars and also leave the show a review because it really just helps with growing our community and reaching new ears and new people and keep on sharing the pod with people you know or don't know now i thought in today's episode that I would talk about allergies and the impact that they can actually have on your mental health. I've talked a lot about allergy anxiety and allergy stress here on the podcast, but I really just wanted to dive more into this topic of mental health in the allergy space, just because I feel like so many people talk about how allergies can impact you physically, such as, you know, the various symptoms that you can experience as a person who actually deals with allergies. But there's not as much discussions around the impact that allergies, whether it's seasonal or food allergies, can actually have on your mental well-being. So that is what I'm going to be talking about today. So before we get into today's topic, you guys know I got to talk about what's been going on. Hey guys, so I know it has been a hot minute since there's been a new episode of the Oh My Allergies podcast. And really, one of the reasons why that's kind of been the case has just been because, just generally speaking, I've just been really, really tired. And I feel like because of me just being tired, whether that's physically and emotionally, um, it's been really affecting my creativity and wanting to come out with new and diverse topics to discuss here on the podcast. And so that's something that I've been dealing with lately. And so that's kind of why there's not been any new episodes. So really still dealing with that and trying to work through that. So hopefully, you know, coming back on the podcast and just putting out new episodes will really get me back into the swing of things and will get me into that right mindset. So when you guys are listening to this, 4th of July will have passed. So happy 4th of July. 
Um, I hope you all enjoyed the holiday and really was surrounded by good people and good food. Um, I know there is a lot of, you know, mixed opinions around the holiday, but hopefully you just enjoyed having a longer weekend and being able to relax and be around, like I said, good food and good people because that always can keep people in a really good mood. But in terms of what's been going on with me, college softball is officially over. And to be quite honest, not happy about it. You know, my team, they made it into the championship series, which was best two out of three. And there was only two games played and my team didn't win. And I was just very mad and frustrated by the whole Women's College World Series as a whole, but especially the championship series. I did not like all of the commentators, specifically a group of three commentators. And that's just because they just gave the I'm all up the Sooners' butt vibes, which was really, really annoying. And every game I watched when those people commentated, it seemed like the Sooners were playing against themselves rather than playing against another team and they just always kept talking about one player from the Sooners every what felt like every two seconds and then the NCAA softball Instagram just turned into a Sooners fan account throughout the whole tournament so really just left a bad taste in my mouth I also didn't really like how the governing body for College softball division one didn't really give Texas softball their props. And it was very obvious that if the NCAA had anything to do with it, that Texas wouldn't have gone as far as they did, which really is like high key annoying. But if I talk about it too much, I will get myself to be really, really frustrated. But anyway, that's that. I've also been playing my Nintendo Switch, specifically Overcooked 2, Nintendo Switch Sports. Those have been really fun. Also have been catching up with one of my friends and I'm planning on hanging out with her soon. So really excited about that. But that is pretty much what's been going on with me. Um, also, one thing that I've been dealing with lately, which is kind of weird, is my eyes have been really watery lately. I don't know. It just came all of a sudden and I don't really know what's going on with that. So probably we'll try to get that checked out really soon. I'm thinking that it has to do with my prescription, my current prescription. So hopefully I will be able to get that sorted out. But I really don't know like what the root of the cause is. But hopefully I will get that figured out really soon because it's really annoying because I feel like every time I'm having a conversation with someone people think that I'm crying and that I'm like really emotional but if that's your thing then like do you but I I'm not crying literally my eye is just like watering and it's like really annoying sometimes it's both of my eyes sometimes it's just one eye high key annoying so really just trying to figure that thing out but Besides that, I think that's pretty much what's been going on with me. So with that being said, I can get right into my foodie likes. So one of my foodie likes that I've really been liking a lot lately, and it's kind of surprising to me, and it's these uh, grain-free almond flour tortillas from Whole Foods. It's their own brand. So it's the 365 by Whole Foods market ones. Really have been liking those a lot lately because one of my go-to meals has been making some sort of like taco. And I will say at times if you cook them too long, then they're not really a taco. It's more of like a, like a, I don't know, like 
like a sandwich, um, but they're really good. I usually like using them to make like salmon tacos because uh, I eat salmon and they have a really good flavor to them. I normally wouldn't think like I've not been exposed to almond flour before having these tortillas so I really didn't know what to expect but they're like really really good they have a really nice texture to them and it doesn't really make me miss the gluten wheat portion of having a regular quote flour tortilla but highly recommend them if you can have them they're dairy free they're gluten free I really like that they are low sodium they're also paleo friendly um, they're vegan they're vegetarian they do have tree nuts in them with almond flour being what the basis of these tortillas are but if you can have almond flour, then I highly recommend trying them. They're really, really good. I also like the fact that they're relatively lower in calories in comparison to regular tortillas because I compared them with Whole Foods' regular uh, flour tortillas. And for the amount that you can have for two tortillas equals one tortilla that's regular. So definitely recommend checking them out. Highly recommend them. Another one of my favorites is actually this sparkling water from the brand Waterloo. It's their lemon and lime flavor because you guys know that I am a big, big sparkling water stan. So came across them recently because I think at the grocery store they were on sale. And usually Waterloo is one of those brands that's kind of a little bit more on the expensive side, but really do like the variety of different flavors that they have. So when it does go on sale, I usually will treat myself and get me um, a package. So I tried those because long, 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 long time ago, I used to be a Sierra Mist fan. So it kind of brings me back to those days when I would really like Sierra Mist or like Sprite. So kind of gives me like the memes. So if you are one of those types of people that kind of wants to have that type of a vibe in a beverage, but don't really want the calories and the sugar and the salt that are in those other beverages, then highly recommend trying that one out. It has a really good flavor. It's really strong, but not too strong. And you know, like when you have sparkling water, and you feel like there's no taste to it I feel like Waterloo does a pretty good job at making sure that you can actually taste the flavor that is supposed to be in the sparkling water but those are my foodie likes that I want to share with you guys this week so with that being said let's get right into the allergy news So this week's allergy news article comes from Newsweek and the title is called Made Her Feel Bad, Mother-in-Law Called Out for Lying About Food Allergy. So you guys know when I saw this title, I was on fire. So I was like, I need to talk about this on the podcast. I need to read this article and I need to really figure out what exactly is going on in this situation. So apparently there was a viral Reddit post that was published on a Reddit form or a Reddit thread, whatever it's called in Reddit world. I don't really know. But a woman said that she spent years avoiding multiple common ingredients for years uh, because of her husband's mother and described her shock upon discovering it was all unnecessary. So there was the thread called, am I the a-hole for calling mother-in-law out on her allergies? And so the post has received over 7,500 votes, over 850 comments, and pretty much writing that her mother-in-law has long claimed that she is definitely allergic to eggs, ginger, and salt. 
And the original poster said that she has gone to such extreme measures to make sure that she is voiding those allergens and not triggering these allergies. And so the original poster said, and quote, I've always gone out of my way to avoid those ingredients in her food and even purchase separate bowls and spoons to cook her food to avoid cross-contamination. I've been substituting ingredients for years to ensure that I'm not feeding her something she is allergic to. But the original poster said that she recently found out that her mother-in-law's allergies aren't allergies at all. And so apparently there was like some sort of, like I think like a dinner party or something like that. And so the original poster made a a salted caramel mousse for her sister-in-law's birthday and then made one for her mother-in-law to be able to have with the dietary restrictions in mind that had no eggs or salt in them and so she said she brought out the tray of the salted caramel mousse and her mother-in-law is literally shoving it in her face as quickly as possible and is literally devouring the entire mousse and then ask if there's any more because it was really really good and so the lady's like no there isn't any but she's like so confused because she's like I thought you were allergic to the ingredients and the mother-in-law's like Well, I'm technically not allergic, but she just doesn't like the taste of eggs. She doesn't like the taste of eggs. So she tells people that she is allergic because she doesn't like the simple taste of it, guys. And then the lady said that the mother-in-law laughs and says that it's not a big deal when the original poster lady says that she snapped and explained why lying about food allergies is not acceptable because. That's literally what I would have done. I would have been like, what do you think you're doing? And the mother-in-law said that lots of people do it, told the lady she was being a drama queen, and it just kind of started like this heated discussion. It just left me with a bunch of question marks. First of all, I'm like, kudos for the original poster for really calling out the mother-in-law and telling her why that is simply not okay to lie about your food allergies just because you don't like the taste of something I just don't understand but I do realize a lot of people do it but it really gives people with food allergies a bad rap because people in restaurants or friends and family don't take food allergies seriously because of the people who are out here faking it till they're making it it's just crazy and it's very frustrating and so apparently this has started a bigger conversation and there's been a lot of different high profile outlets like cosmopolitan and yahoo that have really taken issue with these types of fabrications and the impact that they have on those who have severe allergies and so there is a quote from this article from a writer from yahoo and she said i honestly truly do not care if you just don't like eating whatever food or you try to stay away from it because you don't feel great when you eat it but saying you have an allergy while everyone knows you don't have one just puts me on trial every time I have to tell someone. I have to convince waiters who will often lie about ingredients and foods and tell me my allergens aren't in there when they are and then I end up vomiting all night or with a full body rash or my throat swelling up like it's a full of golf ball size grenades. Basically, I have to prove that I'm not like you, which I wholeheartedly agree with this quote because like I said, it just gives people who actually have severe allergies a bad rap because then people think you're over exaggerating. How come you can't pick it off? It's not that big of a deal because of people who are out here in these streets ordering things that have allergens in them that they say that they're quote allergic to. And then it's like they see 
that and they're like oh it's not a big deal you can just pick it off or yeah you can still eat it even though you're allergic to it no the heck i cannot so definitely would really like to hear what you all think on this topic because i thought it was really interesting going through some of the replies and things on this reddit post and a lot of people tend to think that the mother-in-law was being a butthole about it and was undermining anyone who has a deathly food allergy, especially because it's very expensive and time-consuming to have a food allergy, and it's very expensive and time-consuming to accommodate for those food allergies. And so definitely anyone that is faking an allergy deserves to absolutely be called out for it. But I did an episode actually, I feel like, yeah, I did, about why it's not okay to fake a food allergy. So feel free to send that to your friends and family who are faking an allergy so that they can fully understand why it's really not okay. But if you guys want to check out this article in its full entirety, this allergy news article will be linked in our show notes. So definitely would love to hear what you guys think. Do you guys think that if you find out that somebody in your life, family, friend, etc., partner whomever is faking a food allergy would you call them out on it yes or no follow us on instagram and participate in our polls because we definitely will have some polls about this allergy news article but that is this week's article um like i said it'll be in our show notes so with that being said let's get right into today's topic which is all about allergies and mental health like i say in these types of episodes i'm not a doctor Um, I'm not a medical professional, nor do I claim to be either of those things. These are just things that I know from personal experience and research that I've done. And I encourage you all to do research on your own as well. So like I said, today's episode is going to be all about allergies and mental health and what is actually the link between those two things. Now, this is something that I've actually wanted to talk about on the podcast for a good chunk of time. I just did not really know how I wanted to be able to formulate my thoughts and being able to talk about something that is just very personal. Mental health especially is something that is just very personal and it's on a case-to-case, individual-to-individual basis. And there's definitely not a one-size-fits-all for allergies, let alone mental health. So being able to talk about both of those two things in an episode is something that I was kind of like, But it's something that's kind of scary, but I think it's something that definitely needs to be talked about more within the allergy community because of the potential relationship and link to both of those things, which is something that we're going to be exploring in today's episode. But I wanted to talk about allergies and mental health just because it's something that has been um, affecting me a lot more lately and really just wanted to be able to share my experiences uh, throughout my allergy journey thus far and just be able to share some of the things that I've learned, some of the resources that I've come across, which will be all linked in our show notes. So definitely check out our show notes for more information but really just wanted to have a a chat and a conversation with you all about 
all things allergies and mental health. Now, when most people tend to think about allergies, they tend to think more about how allergies can interfere with a person being able to do typical daily tasks and symptoms in more of a physical sense, like physical health, and it can lead you to wanting to avoid certain social situations. But not a lot of people tend to really focus on the mental health side of the spectrum for allergies. Now, allergies and mental health conditions like anxiety Anxiety and depression are actually more common than a lot of people think. A lot of people are affected by one or the other if you are a person in the allergy community. But I think the question of the hour is whether there's actually a connection between allergies and mental health. And if so, like what are some things that can actually be done? I feel like before I get into whether there's a connection between allergies and mental health, I'll get into what an allergy is and what mental health is, I feel like that's just a fair place to start. So in short, allergies occur when your immune system just reacts to a foreign substance such as pollen, bee venom, pet dander, um, or even a food that doesn't cause a reaction in most people. And according to mentalhealth.gov, mental health includes our emotional, physiological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, how we feel, and how we act. It can also help determine how we handle stress, how we relate to others, and the choices that we make. So two mental health disorders that are usually talked about in the same conversation as allergies, so whether that is food allergies or seasonal allergies, are anxiety and depression. And I'll briefly explain both conditions and how they can be connected to allergies in general and how it can affect both seasonal allergies and food allergies. Now, anxiety, um, I feel like that's something that it's really important to look at anxiety through a healthy lens. You know, to an extent, having mild anxiety can be viewed as an asset because it can make us be more cautious when we are reading labels when it comes to food allergies, ordering out, and it can motivate us to carry our auto injectors and just really be as prepared as we can be for what if situations and things along those lines, but still children, teens, and young adults, and even adults with food allergies are at a much higher risk for anxiety-related disorders and feelings of worry. So you might be thinking if you're not really familiar with anxiety as a whole or even anxiety and what that looks like in food allergies, you might be like, what does that look like? So symptoms typically are usually different for everyone and it can include a range of symptoms. So some ways that anxiety can manifest could be from sweating, having a panic attack, feeling like you have this sense of like irritability, having outbursts, feeling restless, um, having this sense of uncontrollable worry, avoiding activities, having like perfectionist tendencies, stomach aches, headaches, other physical symptoms, just things along those lines. And anxiety can often come from a perceived threat. So one that's, you know, just in your head and is imaginary or something that is actually you perceive as being a threat. And for those with food allergies, 
you know, that threat is something that is very, very real and particularly troubling for those who have been diagnosed for food allergies. Some symptoms of anxiety like trouble breathing or physical symptoms can actually mirror those of an allergic reaction, which can further increase your anxiety. Having that like exposure to stressful, negative life or just environmental events, whether that's in your childhood or in adulthood, can really lead to developing anxiety naturally. And that can include a bad or anaphylactic reaction. Now, sometimes having, you know, in dealing with a mental health disorder like anxiety and let's say a physical health issue like asthma, they can have very similar symptoms and one can actually affect the other. I know I've talked about in other podcast episodes about how stress and anxiety can actually make your symptoms worse believe it or not so definitely go listen to our other episodes on stress anxiety mental health to just learn more about this topic. But back to asthma and anxiety for this example, um, they can both cause shortness of breath and one can actually aggravate the other, like I said. And so shortness of breath from a panic attack could trigger your asthma or the anticipation of an asthma attack could lead to anxiety. And so this relationship between physical health and mental health is really similar to how allergies can potentially affect your mental health and vice versa. So I did a little bit more research on this topic because it's just genuinely a topic that I'm just really interested in because a lot of people don't really realize the link and the relationship that allergies and mental health can actually have to each other. So when I did some research, I came across a few different studies and they said that there was an association between allergies and depression. And in short, depression is a mood disorder that causes having this persistent feeling of sadness and just having a loss of interest. It can negatively affect how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. And you may have this feeling of sadness because of you feeling like in the case of allergies, like your allergies are restricting you from being able to participate in certain social situations. And you may start to have a loss of interest when it comes to a variety of things. So some common symptoms of depression could be like persistent sadness, disinterest in daily activities, feelings of hopelessness, worthlessness, having this loss of appetite and just not being able to really concentrate. And I definitely can say that I've personally have dealt with allergy anxiety and have had, you know, allergy depression tendencies. I know for someone who doesn't have allergies and they are on the outside looking in, they may or may not understand why someone with allergies would be having these types of feelings. And I would say I've felt both of these, not only from the allergy management perspective, but also from the perspective of how people treat people with allergies, as well as how they are portrayed on social media and in the media in general. I think there's a lot of room for improvement for respecting people's allergies, whether they are food related or seasonal allergy related. It's also important to just have empathy rather than sympathy. I'll just speak for myself, but I don't want people to feel sorry for me and my allergies. I want people to put themselves in another person's shoes and understanding why they may have these particular feelings. I think 
as more people show empathy towards people with allergies, especially ones who have food allergies and how they feel physically and mentally, as well as their experiences, I think the better off that we will be. I actually came across this article from The Atlantic, and it'll be in our show notes if you all want to check it out. But the article says that multiple scientific studies show that having allergies does seem to increase the risk of anxiety and depression. And although the research is something that is still new, logically, it actually makes sense that allergies can impact your mental health and vice versa. This is because of mental and physical health just being typically connected for a lot of different conditions and issues. For example, you know, if you are experiencing, let's say, seasonal allergy symptoms and your sinuses are inflamed constantly, it can make you feel like you have a cold and then you may feel tired and then you have the sense of fatigue from feeling this way on a daily basis and it can lead to possibly anxiety and possibly even depression. And seasonal allergies for me in particular, have been really affecting me so much lately. I feel like I'm constantly always in a sneezing fit, experiencing watery eyes, and just dealing with fatigue and symptoms like these along with coughing and postnasal drip. It can really make someone with terrible allergies feel like they're always sick. There's also this feeling of brain fog that can affect people, whether it's from allergies or even allergy medications and treatments. So Really, no wonder chronic physical health issues can have this negative impact and effect on your mental health. And I know like one day, like last week, or I think like the week before, while I was on a a video call, and I really just felt so bad because of my allergies. You know, the pollen count for grass pollen was on the high side, and apparently my body noticed and made sure that I was aware of the pollen by just making me feel tired my eyes were really watering and just constantly having to mute myself because I was just sneezing that much my allergy symptoms affected me literally so much that my voice was an octave lower than normal and the people I was talking to were like oh my gosh like what's going on with you and it's crazy this connection that physical health has to mental health. And I think that it's really important to realize that connection and that the earlier you do, the earlier you realize what you can do to help yourself. And I feel like your overall well-being can improve drastically once you realize and accept that relationship and connection between the physical and the mental health. Now, another type of allergy that I feel like a lot of people have experienced with feeling a sense of anxiety and depression around it is food allergies. I came across an article that mentioned how children from ages 8 to 16 years old with food allergies are more likely to cope in an anxious manner. They also experience a lot more separation-induced panic when their parents weren't around to assist them. And while it wasn't necessarily diagnosed as a full-out anxiety disorder, having an allergy can lead to experiencing legitimate fear and we all know fearing food is not really the way to go and it's not helpful at all whether it's because of food allergies eds or any other health disorder whether it's physical health or mental health now for teenagers there was an increase in symptoms of depression there was one study 
And there was also a high occurrence of bullying. 24% of food allergic teens had been harassed by their peers, with 21% reporting the bullying came from teachers and staff. And so from the research that I've done, it seems like the most common allergic reactions that can impact mental health are asthma, allergic rhinitis, also known as hay fever. If you don't know what that is, did an episode on it, so definitely check out the episode about allergic rhinitis versus allergic sinusitis because they are totally different. And then also another common allergic reaction that can impact your mental health is atopic dermatitis, which is known as eczema. And so this constant state of inflammation and fatigue from allergies can also lead to brain fog like I brought up a little bit a while ago. The reason for you know, this casual connection between allergies and mental health isn't exactly clear, but it's clear that there is a relationship. And so according to Medical News Today, the explanation may lie in inflammation as just a symptom. And so the inflammation of our bronchial tubes, sinuses, or even inflammation of the skin might be causing inflammation in the brain and possibly affecting our mental health, which I think is just very interesting, this approach to having that relationship between, you know, allergies and mental health and things like that. I think that's really interesting inflammation being brought up as the possible connecting dots to this whole equation that we're all trying to figure out. But they said it also could be the stress of experiencing an allergic reaction um, that's chronic to an allergen that's just weighing on our mental health, which is definitely something that I have experienced, you know, whether it's with my allergy to magnamia nuts or peanuts and really just having to always be kind of thinking ahead of the people that are around me. So whether I'm with friends, family, I know I was put in this one situation more recently where I was ordering food with a group of people and we were all like, oh my goodness, like, what are we going to get? Or what are you going to get? And one person was like, does anybody have food allergies? And right before they had asked that question, I was about to kind of lead that conversation and kind of have that discussion with um, the group of people that I was with. So I was very happy that someone was very forward in asking that question and really just having that self-awareness. And so I was like, yes, I'm allergic to macadamia nuts and peanuts. And they were like, thank you so much for telling me because I was just about to order something with peanuts. So really, it's something that you're always thinking about, whether it's at the forefront of your mind, the back of your mind, the middle of your mind. It's something that you're always thinking about as a person who has food allergies and so especially if you've dealt with the stress of having an allergic reaction especially one that's anaphylactic and life-threatening it's just something that's just always weighing on your mind and over time it could be something that could manifest into anxiety and full-out depression. Now, I know you're probably thinking, okay, like, what are some ways that can actually help improve your mental health and improve your allergies? So one tip is to determine and eliminate allergens. This is something that I talk about in a lot of different episodes. I feel like the first step of realizing that you are allergic to something is making note of it. So for the sake of seasonal allergies, if every time you wear fleece, you get a rash and you feel itchy, then it probably means you're allergic and shouldn't be wearing that fabric. If you discover that you have a food 
allergy, then you need to be careful not to consume food that contains, you know, peanuts or shellfish or whichever specific food is giving you symptoms. Um, another tip is to just mitigate the allergen. You know, if you've identified an allergen, but you can't completely eliminate it, there are still ways to mitigate the allergen and be able to reduce your symptoms. So let's say if you're allergic to dust or dust mites, then cleaning with a microfiber towel, vacuuming, washing your bedding on a regular frequent schedule will help. If you have a seasonal allergy to pollen, checking the pollen count in your area can really help with avoiding prolonged outside activity on days where the pollen count is like high up in the sky. Um, another tip is helping with reducing the actual stress and anxiety that you are feeling. There's so many ways and things that can help with reducing just general stress and anxiety to just improve your overall mental health. So some things that I personally like doing is like meditation, doing deep breathing exercises, um, eating a healthy diet, doing daily walks outside, which is something that I'm trying to personally get better at. Um, another thing that I'm personally trying to get better at is getting enough quality sleep. Keyword, quality sleep. Those are just all few examples of proven methods that you can try to really help with managing your stress and anxiety that I have found that once I stick to them and get into a routine that I found have really provided really great impact positively in my life. Another tip is to clean your indoor air. So cleaning your indoor air with an air purifier will help with filtering out any airborne allergens that are simply unwanted. So a good air purifier will clean any dust, pollen, pet dander that's just floating around in the abyss in your house before it can aggravate your allergies. And one important tip, I feel like this is the most important tip um, and one of the key takeaways from this episode is to talk to your doctor. It's important to talk to your doctor if you're struggling with allergy symptoms for pretty much any type of allergy, whether it's seasonal, food, skin, whatever, or even a mental health condition. And these solutions just simply that I mentioned aren't providing any relief. You know, there are so many different options for over-the-counter medication for allergies that could help, but really just knowing which one to try and understanding the potential side effects is definitely a conversation to have with a medical professional. Now, although there still needs to be more research that's done on, you know, this connection between allergies and mental health, it's understandable that a lot of different allergies and mental health can be hindering so many different aspects of our lives and I really feel like it's beneficial to figure out like how to be able to mitigate any allergy symptoms that you're feeling and any of the different mental health issues and problems that you're really trying to work out whether it's related to your allergies or not it's going to be so beneficial for you for your overall well-being but Hopefully you all enjoyed this episode. As I said earlier in the episode, I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim to be. This is simply um, things that I know just based off of my own personal experiences, life experiences, allergy experiences, in conjunction with research and talking with other people that I know in my personal life and professional life, and really just being able to take all that information, put it in a nice, you know, little 
little uh, little ball and be able to kind of bring that to you and provide my perspective on the podcast. Um, I never try to um, front and say that I'm a doctor and I'm trying to tell you all the things that you need to do with your life, but pretty much just giving you some information and tools to be able to make those informed decisions for yourself. But hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. I always find talking about allergies and mental health just to be very, very interesting. And I feel like it's very timely because of the fact that that's something that I've been personally dealing with. So definitely this episode hits home for me. But if you guys want me to do more episodes like this, then make sure to hit that subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice and make sure to follow us on our Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at ohmyallergies. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram. My Instagram is at ohmyvalencia. Make sure you take the time to give us a rating and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Hopefully that rating is five stars. Keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and don't know. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.